What's up, friends? It's Kenyon, and welcome to Evolution Ave, home of real estate evolved and the limitless mindset. This is episode 13, and this is a very special episode because I have a very special guest. This guest is near and dear to my heart. This guest is an entrepreneur, a real estate broker, and a cool kid who loves Christ. I think you're going to enjoy this episode. This is my brother from another. And if you love the content, please like, subscribe, and share. But without further ado, let's get to the episode. This is the Evolution Ave Podcast, home of real estate evolved in a limitless mindset. Welcome to the episode, and this is a special episode, a very special episode. It's near and dear to me in my heart. If you know me, you're going to realize how special this episode is. So this is episode 13, on earth as it is in heaven, becoming the cool kid who loves Christ. My special guest today is, listen, a lot of people say this term, and, 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 and they take it lightly, but I don't take this term lightly by any means. When people say, this is my brother from another I mean, this is my brother from another mother, and that other mother just happens to be my auntie. And so this this is something special for me. I'm telling you, this episode really really hits home. I gotta introduce you to my brother from another, my cousin. The, the, the This is the guy who, most of the things in my life, people say, am I my brother's keeper? Or you, you do as your brother does. And, and that's just been the, the story of my life. And, um, you know, and as we got older, you know, I, I like to believe we learned a lot from each other. But, um, you know, we're also people who, growing up, like, you might not look at us on camera and say it, but a lot of people, I think it's just our aura where I would meet people and be like, are you Jamil Aaron's cousin? Right? And I'm light-skinned, he brown skin, but <laughs> it's just something about the, it's, you know, it's the aura that lives in. So everybody welcome Jamil Aaron to the show. Cuzzo, what's going on? What's up, man? What's up, man? What's good? Hey, man. <laughs> Appreciate the invite. Appreciate hey, the invite, Listen, man. Appreciate the invite. I see. I see you doing big things on the podcast level. So it's, it's great that you uh, that you decided to share with your hey, big man. Cousin. Listen, man. The reason <laughs> I'm even here is because listen. You know, I followed you down to to college in North Carolina. I wouldn't even knew about UNC Greensboro until me and Jay, you know, rest in peace and, and sleep in peace. <laughs> we came down yeah, that yeah. summer or spring yeah, it was to visit you and hung out with Count. I said, man, what school is this? And you UNCG right here, you know, whatever. So ended up at UNCG, uh, followed you to, to college, just following the footsteps, bro. So like even this entrepreneurship yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and just really just stepping out on faith and doing my own thing. These are things that were, were, were heavily influenced by you. And, you know, I, I think you know that, but if you didn't, you definitely do know now. So, um, and I appreciate you being here, bro. Man, it's all love, as we always say to each other. Iron sharpens iron, yes. good brother. So you know, I need you, and you need me. Hey. That's all we. If, that, if that's all we have, hey, we got facts, enough, man. Facts. That's all we, we got look, enough. A lot of times yes, we talk sir. about it. Look, we're gonna jump right into it because I, I think the people understand like the, the magnitude of us being on 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 this show right now together. And once again, I appreciate you. So um, let's start off with this. You know, this is a, a very special interview. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what you do, and name something that you're super thankful for. Oh, man, super thankful for. Well, as he said, my name is Jamil Aaron. I am what most would call a serial entrepreneur. 
Um, in other words, I will put my, my feet in any pot that looks like it could be uh, $1 to be made. So I, I've been, um, been in, in several different businesses, seven di- several different industries, um, you know, that type of deal. Graduated undergrad Greensboro College, as, as he talked about. Uh, I do have my master's in theology from Liberty. Um, I'm currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina. I think I've been here about 12 years now. Once I left Jersey after high school, I never really came back home permanently. Um, you know, I, I found I found my, my way here to North Carolina, and I, I figured, well, I found out that this was where, uh, you know, now I know this is where God wanted me to be. So I've been here doing well. Um, I'm in real estate now, and that was influenced by none other than, than, than Mr. Hunter. Oh, man. Uh, we had a conversation one day, and next thing you know, I was in classes. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, great decision. I think it's probably one of the best I've made in some time. Uh, my other businesses are doing well, but real estate has really taken off. Started out extremely slow. Had to call Kenyon a couple times to get some uh, some pointers and some encouragement. Stayed down till I came up. Um, and it's been very lucrative. I'm having my best year I've ever had. I think this is, I'm working into my fourth year, having the best year I've ever had so far. And I'm only halfway through my real estate year. Um, and I'm like a hundred bucks away. It's crazy. Wow. Ken. I'm a hundred bucks away from capping. Wow. A hundred bucks from capping. And like, and I still got six, seven months to, uh, to flourish. So, you know, I've always told you and, uh, you know, going to do it now on your, on your platform. Just thank you for the, for the encouragement you gave me and the push that you gave me to get into real estate. Um, it has definitely changed the financial, uh, course, uh, for my family. Um, I am married. I have, uh, five kids between my wife and I, um, Lord have mercy, five <laughs> daughters. Y'all, 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 listen, we talk y'all, about, y'all keep me in if prayer. We go into a whole nother episode about our past. It's like, <laughs> man, listen, we know why you got all those girls, man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Uh, I always say that God has a, a sense of humor and he says, you know, you, you want to be playboy. So let, let, let me get you all these girls so you can see what it feels like. <laughs> or he just feels like um, I've mastered being a father to daughter. So he continues to bless me with them. But either way, I've got five of them, even the two dogs that we have in the house are females. So, um, <laughs> so my outlet is fishing. Great. That's my biggest hobby. That's really the only thing that I really do. Um, outside of business um, that I, I kind of call my own or, or my release or my way to, uh, to to escape everything else. So I do that very extensively, travel as much as I possibly can um, to do so. Um, big Eagles fan, so I will travel here and there to, to, to oh, Eagles man, we games. We schedule this year. And as Tell you them see, about, you know, what's our ritual? Tell them about our ritual. I, I know. We we don't miss any Eagles Falcons games. No matter where it is, we we go. We have not missed one. I, no, I think we only one. missed one. And, I, and I, there was some other some other yep. circumstances going on. But technically, we haven't since we've been really going hard and able to financially do so. We've been going to every game, whether it's in Atlanta or Philadelphia. Uh, we've been there, so that's another thing that we have. You know, uh, I say sibling rivalry because I don't have anything. I don't have anything as close as. Kenyon is to a brother. I do have uh, stepbrothers and sisters and things of that sort that I didn't really grow up with. But me and Kenyon have been together from the womb. So I've been following this guy around. So, so, so that's, from, that's from, you know. 
from you know, just two <laughs> kids from Trenton. But uh, if if he got the first pair of Jordans, I, I wanted a pair of Jordans. He got a Nintendo. I I was sneaking his room <laughs> when he wasn't home, and his mom would say, "Oh yeah, you can play with Nintendo." He would come home and see me on the sticks, like. Bro, I'd be like, Mom, so I can play, bro. Like, what you want me to do? Like, I mean, like, like it, you know, yeah. I probably started off with that nagging little brother, but you know, that, that's but that's how brothers do. We yeah. look everything that brothers do. We that's what we've done. That's been our life. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> absolutely, know, the good, the, good, the absolutely. bad, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's been just a blessing growing up with, with to have a brother because I don't have any brothers, right? And and this is my brother, so uh, it's been a blessing mm-hmm. to grow up uh, with, a, with, a, with a true brother, and, and to this day, we just continue to just build on this brotherhood it's the, the most important brotherhood of my life so, yes sir yeah it's a beautiful thing man yes sir but not- so i'll end it with that pretty much for me it's and then you know i'm also a proud a proud new member of uh the greatest fraternity on planet earth kappa alpha side cream yo yo so um <laughs> crimson and cream all day baby and then you asked me what i was thankful yep. for uh most thankful for and um i'm going to say i am most thankful for um Grace, mm. grace, God's grace, because I know I have that grace and mercy together because I know some stuff that I've done, some things that I've seen, some things that I've heard um, could have easily been another way, jail, death, Absolutely. whatever the case may be. Um, but it was God's grace who kept me. And I know now that he was with me from the beginning. So his grace of uh, showing me grace when I didn't know what I was doing and he, he made a path and mercy for when I royally messed up and I did not receive the punishment that I received. So I'm extremely grateful. For, I mean, grateful for God's grace. Man, amen to that, man. That's, that's deep, man. And I, look, I've been with you through all of it. Right. So, you know, we have a story, we, we have yes, a testimony. Um, look, listen, I credit you with bringing me closer to, to faith, right? Because, you know, a lot of people will look at things and say certain things about us or the way we grew up and things like that. But, you know, I always tell people like, well, you know, what made me believe is what I saw a transformation in, in, in my brother, what happened with him and that transformation, because that's a transformation nobody mm-hmm. would have predicted, right? Nobody would have predicted that. Right? And, right. and let's be, let's be real people and maybe in our own family, people counted us out and they already put us down. Right. Um, Absolutely. We all had our, Absolutely. our, our falls. Like I, I left, you know, most people, some people know, but you know, like I, I got, I actually got kicked out after my freshman year of college because I was on academic probation, right? And nobody thought I was going to go back to school, but who was I calling all the time saying, yo, I'm going back to school. I got to get back on track, whatever, whatever. I was calling, I was calling my brother right here, right? Um, you know, we, we've had mm-hmm. different, you know, after college, we've had other fall from graces that like, like, like Jamil just said, we, we may <laughs> not, we don't, we, you know, in most people's eyes, they didn't, some people didn't want to see us here or some people just never thought we would, we would get to to where we are and even with real estate you know like uh, we we work you know thankfully we work for the same company right we, we're both at exp and uh i, I remember that right. call when you called me and i was even i wasn't at exp and i was like you going to exp all right that's cool but then I, who did i call when i was looking at exp it was like look you're doing your thing and i'm super proud because you went from like i think the biggest thing about real estate agents is a lot of people start off and, and they, they they struggle and they quit Right. They never go through it. But see, you're already an yep. entrepreneur. So you do have. And that's what I always said about myself when I got into real estate is like the fact that I was a, a professional. I was already a business professional, did corporate America and being a, having an entrepreneur mindset. That's what made me push. But a lot of agents won't do that. And you, I've used you as an example. Right. In, in my leadership role as a real mm-hmm. estate broker and entrepreneur, I've used you as an example of you got to, you know, stay down until you come up and you got to put the work in and you and you come up. And now you're up, absolutely. Right? Um, 
funny thing you said that made me think about it. You mm-hmm. said, you know, God has a way, a sense of humor. You know, my your sense of humor is different from mine. So one of the differences between us besides, um, you know, I'm the I'm I'm the light and he and he's the brown, right? That's how people would refer to it. The <laughs> difference is this right. this cat still has the same hairline he had when we was younger and and, and I don't. So I think God's sense of humor, my favorite, and you know, we are both God fearing uh men, right? My, oh, God. my God's sense of humor to me and me and me and my boy and Mikey, Mikey Bowman from down in Baltimore, we laugh about this all the time. It's funny that when we start losing our hair, it goes off the top and not the side. To me, God is funny for that, right? Yeah. Because if it, if it left the side, yeah, at least yeah. I could wear a fade for the rest of my life, right? But he make it where it leaves the top, the worst <laughs> place for it to go. So leaves the top. <laughs> for some strange reason, I'm like one of the only cousins like- that got that doesn't have that same strong hairline I had, you know, growing up. You know, what I, mean? I don't know what that was my punishment. So that's what. Yeah, but you get but but you but you get the strong beard. I can't I can't get it. I, you got you get the strong beard, so I I, I got it here, yeah. but you got it here, and I can't I can't get it like you. So it's like it's a balance, you know. It's, it's a, a balance. It's a balance, right? it's a balance for sure. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I, I can't say enough how much of a, a special interview this is for me. So this question is is a selfish question. It's pure nostalgia. Give me one or two mm. of your fondest childhood memories. Fondest yeah. childhood memories. Well, you already know where I'm going with the first one. I do, I do, I do not know the year, bro. I do not remember the year, but Christmas that Day, Christmas, that Brunswick the, Ave, the Christmas that we, you know, yep. Brunswick Ave, me and you together, one Christmas under one roof. Yo, waking up, coming down those steps, bro. And yo, it, it was that was that was great. Like I said at the time, neither one of us. I don't. It was me, me. Was just was your no, sister. I don't know. Bro, your sister was wasn't born yet either, right? So it it was it was me and you, two, two, so, two, 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 two. It was right. just so us this two. had to be Our post. Had no other kids. We had no other post siblings. Nineteen eighty nine, because my sister was born in eighty nine. So this was post nineteen eighty nine. Yep. Pre eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Pre eighty nine. Yeah. That's why he yeah, got a master's. Yeah. Pre eighty nine. Yep. You stupid. Yep. Man, that Christmas was, I, I mean, I don't think we had any oh, pictures man. of it or anything. I, I think I found one where I had like my bike, but we both got bikes. We had the old school Rock'em Sock'em robots. Mon- no, I anything. had a Diamondback. I think you had a Mongoose or you had a Dino. Was a Dino. A you, had, you had every bike though. That's the one thing about you. You had every single bike. And I know that's something we could talk about too is, look, y'all, we don't understand. We come from, the, we come from Trent, New Jersey, right? We come and this, no, no cap. Yeah. Somehow, I was just talking to my wife about this, right? I was like, don't you think we have it easier than our parents and our grandparents had it? Because I don't know how our mothers and our fathers, our parents made Christmases like that happen. It was magic. You know what I'm saying? Man. But that, Absolutely. Go ahead, man. That Christmas is a perfect example, though. And, and thank God, like, I mean, I'm glad you said that so we can always give roses. I mean, our extended oh, family. Yeah. Oh yeah, helped a lot. You know, our aunts uh, got, yep. excuse me, our godparents, um, my mom's longtime boyfriend at the time. So we had a lot of people who, who planted seeds in us. We may not have been as thankful then and not not have known it, but we we you know you know we it, we had we had a good childhood regardless Absolutely. of the circumstances. Absolutely. So tell us about that. Tell, talk about that good. memory, bro. Like I know that memory very well, vividly. Man, I just you know like I like you said, man, like you know we. Our expectations were probably right. low. 
you know, and waking up and saying, I don't know if our parents were in competition, our moms were in competition. Not, not, not and, we, question. <laughs> and, we, and, <laughs> and we just, and we just happened to benefit from it. But I mean, you know, two kids from, from Trenton, New Jersey, who, you know, I went to a uh, predominantly uh, white school. Um, I went, I went to Ewing, to, to, to the Ewing Township Schools. And um, you can look, you, know, you can, you can admit that now that lot. you know you don't have a you in township uh, yeah, following yeah, me yeah. around Trenton saying where does he really live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my grand my grandmother my grandmother on my dad's side lived in Ewing Township, and I spent a lot of time there. Um, so I was able to attend school there. We'll leave it at that. And um, <laughs> statute you know, limitations, bro. We good kid, now. You, you, we good. I, I hope so. <laughs> They're not coming to get your diploma. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, as a child, you will, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's nature, it's natural for you to, to, co- to have, a, to compare yourself. And, um, you know, I, I thought, you know, having central air and two bathrooms in your house, you filthy rich. You know, we, we, we didn't have that. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to embarrass you, but you know, there was times when you and I Man, had to share listen, bathtub, listen. you know what I'm saying? So you know, having that Christmas where, I mean, it literally the whole entire living Dude. room was full of gifts from wall to wall, man. It was, you know, to be able to share that with my brother, that was the greatest day ever. And then usually on Christmas, I'm by myself and I'm opening gifts and I'm playing with stuff and I'm playing by myself. So I think that Christmas probably lasted yeah. the whole week. Um, We had a ball, that, man. We had a ball. So that was definitely one of my, one, one of my favorite, if not the favorite man. childhood yeah, memory that, was, that I had. That was amazing, man. And just another testament, like, Yep. You know, where, you know, a lot of people cap about coming up, but, you know, we lived in the same house because that was just what was affordable, right? My, my mother, two, two, in, two incomes, incomes, right? Four incomes, technically. My mom and dad yep. and, 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 and Aunt Rose right. and, and, right. and Charles at the time, right? So, um, you know, but that's right. just how it was. In the back of a bar, right? On top and in the back of a bar yeah. on Brunswick Avenue. I know all the 70s and 80s. 80s music because we were here the jukebox, the jukebox through the wall. You know, we were here jukebox. <laughs> Imagine living behind a bar and kids pre nineteen eighty nine. What we were exposed to and seeing living behind a, a very popular North Trenton bar, right? So uh, that's a whole other podcast. We're gonna have episode two, uh, episode three, part two, part three. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for any other, any other memories that strike you, man? Because I, I think about like I have a vivid memory. I'm gonna tell you a vivid memory I have, right? Um, I didn't. So you played baseball, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, you know, you, you, people always say you do as your brother does. I wasn't into baseball when I was young. I always thought I, I wanted to be Warren Moon. I wanted to be a football player, but I never forget Moody Park pre nineteen eighty nine. You played for a team called it was something Steakhouse. Was it Mike Steakhouse? Maybe. Oh, uh, Mike Steakhouse. It was, it was something Steakhouse. No. Oh man, you. Mike Lane was on the team. A dude named Perry was on the team. I, I, I mean, I have a really, you know me, I got a really good yeah. memory, especially like names, because y'all was like the older cats, right? Y'all was the older yeah, yeah, cats. Yeah. I mean, and at this time, yeah. older might have been, because I think y'all were on the all-star team. Weren't y'all like the 10, 11, 12-year-olds, whatever, whatever. But I never all forget. That, all that, all that. And that, that wasn't Mike Lane. Tony Jones. Tony Jones. Tony Jones. Remember and, Tony um, Jones? Yeah, I'll Tony never Jones. forget. I was at the game because your mom would come pick me up and bring me to your games, right? We're like, hey, I'm gonna come pick you up and bring yeah. you to the game. So she brought me to the game. I never wanted to play baseball, and the, the reason why I started playing North in North Trent Little League was because it was a night game. Um, I wanted to be a pitcher because you was a pitcher, and I wanted to be a pitcher. Yeah. But I never forget it was a tie game, 
um, I think it was either Tony or Perry had just uh, loaded the bases. You was up that night game. Never forget night game. You hit, and it was an in the park home run. Everybody rounded the bases, so it was an in the park <laughs> grand slam. Actually, I don't know if you remember that game. It was a pop up. Yo, your memory I got a crazy is tight. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember the, I remember every. I can remember Perry's hit. Because you probably like, how you remember Perry? Yeah. You probably haven't saw Perry in thirty years, right? But I, I remember Perry. Right, right. Um, I remember everything. I thought maybe Mike Lane was on the other team y'all was playing. That's, That's a possibility. Because Mike Lane was That's nice back in the day in baseball. We, you know, crazy, yeah, he was crazy, crazy, crazy and everything. But uh, but but it was that night that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go play in North Trent Little League and play and play baseball because I wasn't into baseball. That just wasn't my thing, you know what I mean? So Mm-mm. that's when I decided to play baseball. So yeah. That's a fond memory for me when it comes when it comes to sports. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 all honesty, that was going to be my segment, which was yeah. sports. You know, I played baseball, basketball, and soccer throughout my. I never got. I never played football. I don't know if I was just a little shook from getting hurt or could have been, been you know that wasn't you really remember i used to push you up like bro you could be the quarterback for you like we so that's another thing we shared we I both know. had guns right we both had I mean, when it came to quarterback like yeah. football and I, I played football but i used to always be like bro you should play football and then you know ian was there you and they y'all had a, a all a all ian county was the uh, man. quarterback and i, I guess y'all was the same age but but bro, you, yeah. like, you could have played receiver i mean you know you and jody would have been you and jody Collier would have been crazy man. Side by side, even at receiver, and we talked about and we talked about that. But it was like I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I don't like. I said I, I don't know if I had a a, a subconscious fear of getting not getting my block knocked yeah. off, or or I just didn't. You know, so I played soccer. Played soccer. Instead. Now, I have another. <laughs> I have a lot of you know, sports is deep because sports is a big part of I believe our character yeah. and what built us and what helps us be the men and entrepreneurs. Absolutely. Another big memory I have is, and I know Heck you know yeah. this memory, um, Trenton High, at, at Trenton Central High School, basketball, y'all had a, a squad. I think it was you. I think it was um, um, it was Alpo. It was uh, uh, JR. Jody, was, JR. Uh, you wore number 20. Yeah. I wore number 20 in football because you wore 20 in basketball. Yeah. Um, it was JR. It I was, didn't know um, that. Uh, Javon Ward? Who? No. Uh, what was born Jawan, y'all had a squad. Ward. Y'all played at yep. Trenton High, at Trenton High, right? That yep. the, the alley was alley, packed baby. that night, right? So imagine me <laughs> in the crowd, and I'm like this. I'm like, yo, I'm, and I'm, you know, me. I was always diehard red and black tornado for life, but I was in a conflict where it was Heck like, yeah. Oh. And look, tip off. I don't. Do you remember this? Tip off. You made the first shot. You grabbed the tip and shot a three and made it. You remember that? Yep. You can't forget. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the I remember alley, that. The alley yep. is. I think I think I think y'all had Chong. Yeah, I think Chancey, y'all had Chong. Yeah, I think he, he, we had Dante yeah, Coleman. I mean, yeah, we had a squad yeah. too. Luther Owens. I yeah. mean, you name it. We yeah. had a squad. I mean, I think we were both undefeated. I think y'all actually won that game. Um, but I never forget in, in the stands. Remember. I was sitting in the court watching. You know, I'm up there with the homies. Probably had the the I don't know what we were probably wearing. First down bubble jacket, hill figure bubble. We you know we was out there, yeah, and right. everybody you know the alley is crazy. Right. Most visitors didn't even come to the alley at night because it was like yo we're not coming to the alley. But I'm there. Nope. My brother scores, and I'm like, Yo. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, the only the only other time I had a, a similar conflict is when Jerron Princeton Day played at Trent High, right? Wasn't as crowded because Princeton uh, Day wasn't going to uh, because you know Ewan had a lot of Trenton connections, so Ewan drew a big crowd. Where that was, was the rivalry. rivalry that right? was the rivalry. But uh, it's football. Yeah. Football was no competition. I, I, you know, baseball, basketball, 
nah. football. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, I remember Jerron <laughs> played. Uh, you know, our boy Jerron played, and um, that was. Uh, I remember that day, Preston Day came to Trent High, and that was tough because his whole the Randalls was there. You know, that's like that's our, that's our other family. The Randalls is a, is our family, and mm-hmm. uh, that was tough too because every time Jay scored, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. All right, cool. But yo, that's another memorable time I remember that night. That was an electric night at, in the Sports. alley, bro. Electric night when y'all came through, right? All the Trenton chicks was like, "Ooh, look at you!" And they got some Gators on their team. I was like, "Yo, Shorty, come on now, what's us? What's us? Let's turn that around. Come on now, y'all out, y'all out, y'all out, y'all out in the suburbs. What's, y'all, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> you stupid, yeah, man. But um. Yeah, let's let's go to the next one, man. Because I know you're a busy man, so I gotta I gotta keep it, yep. keep it moving a little bit. But um, so you know, talk to us more mm-hmm. because look, man, you have a story to tell, and it's not going to be done in, in one podcast episode. But talk to us more about your journey, mm-hmm. starting with being just a kid from Trenton, our hometown, and then you know the evolution and becoming the cool kid who loves Christ that you are today. Right. Let's 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 do a, a quick a quick synopsis of of the of the youth mm-hmm. side of it. You know, like I said, sports was 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 key for us. Um, you know, my father wasn't around. Great guy now, so this isn't a uh, reflection of who he has become. Um, but I, you know, I basically was raised by my mom or my grandparents, even or look. Not even that North Trenton and, and Ewing yeah. probably raised me more than anything else. My influence came more from, you know, really what we did right. together more than it did from the parental side. Like I said, that's no shot at them. Um, you know, life is what life is. Um, so, you know, very, very, very independent type individual. I was I was thinking about this, bro. I think I had my first job at 12. I had a I paper, route. paper route. I don't know if y'all remember old school paper yeah. routes back in the day, five o'clock in the morning on my bike delivering newspapers. So I've been hustling since I was 12, 12 or 13, somewhere in there. So I, I you know, it, it was, it was being set up way back then. Right. So 12, 13, I'm hustling newspaper routes, playing sports, just kept busy. And then, you know, we, 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 we did the mm-hmm. summertime trend stuff that we did. I remember we got in trouble oh, for breaking man. windows at the, at the factory oh. with rocks I think you got – didn't you get shot in at in a junkyard, like bro? Thing. On New York Avenue. Remember that junkyard? <laughs> we got we – got, we got, that's, yeah, that's my first yeah. time experiencing what it looked like inside of the Trenton Police Station. Yep, 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 yep. And that was kind of somewhat of a, uh, some racial it some was. racial tension there it as was. well, wasn't yeah, it? it? It was. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Okay. So, you know, typical typical neighborhood kids. We we, 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 we were in uh, the, the, school, uh, the school playgrounds – Jumping yeah. on dirty mattresses, we're going, to, you know, all, all that type of stuff. So we we had we had the typical city life as kids. Um, had a ball. I, I hate that these kids now will never get a chance to experience Trenton the way we did. Um, you know, it's a little rough now. I mean, it was always a, it always had its edge, but we, we had a good childhood being able to roam the streets without cell phones and 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 you know just 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 being right. boys, absolutely being boys. Um, so. You know, that's what that is. Always kept decent grades. Well, you know, above average A's and B's throughout high school. Um, like like he said, played sports and then went to college, Greensboro College as an undergrad. Um, you know, I left I left Trenton with with with, not, with, with, with clothes. I, you know, I didn't have any friends or family down here at the time. I came down on my own. It was originally um, on a baseball scholarship. Um, and one of the, the one of one of my biggest regrets is I quit after my freshman year. Matter of fact, I didn't even go to, to camp. 
when we first got there, they wanted me to report to practice. Like I'm, I just, I, I just got through playing baseball that summer, two days previous to uh, my, my first day in college. Cause we went pretty far in um, that, that summer in, in, like in the playoffs. And then they want me to, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was Babe Ruth then. Yep. Nation. Yep. Yep. No, no, no. And I'm sorry. It was a, 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 my oh, American, American Legion. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. American Legion, American Legion. And um, so, you know, I fell into the trap, man. I fell into the trap. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. Girls. Mm-hmm. Girls, brother. Girls, brother. One thing I will say about our, our, you know, my childhood, and you, you may agree, it was very, uh, we were exposed to drugs, alcohol, and um, oh, yeah. sex at a very early age. Not an abusive, not sexual we as an abuse it. in that situation, but... Yeah, like we it wasn't saw a lot of it, like heard a lot kids, about right? it. Like we, like you think about, we're parents, right, 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 right. We hide it, right. right, right now. Like it's too young for them. Yeah, for us, mm-hmm. it was just like mm-hmm. it was what it was, mm-hmm. which you know is what it is. <laughs> right, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you know, I, I kind of fell in that trap. I, I wanted to chase women, man, and you know, I became a legend at that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to um, contribute on my part of that one because my wife might listen to this podcast. But um, <laughs> oh, God. I appreciate yeah, your vulnerability, brother. So, you know, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just that's part. That's part right, of my right, testimony, right. man. So yeah, you know, I, I chose women over over baseball. I, I decided to get a job because um, I wanted to have money to be able to party and eat mm-hmm. what I wanted to, and, and so forth and so on. So one of my greatest. Uh, regrets um, is quitting baseball. I really wish I would have, even though I, I don't think I had pro potential. Um, I was good enough to to, to play Division three ball, and I should have stayed with that man because the relationships you make with sports, as we said, it had a big big right. influence on our lives. I wish I would have would have stayed with that. Um, so college goes pretty smooth. I finished in four years. Finished on time. Um, graduate with you finished pretty, on time. Fin- finished on time. And, and finished one, on time. And one finished quick on thing. time. So. Growing up, where we grew up and the way we grew up, it wasn't cool to be smart and in the street, right? But the reason why right. I look at myself as somebody who was got A's and B's. I wasn't a straight A student, but A's, B's, threw a couple C's in there, was because my brother, my cousin Jamil, was the one who showed me you don't have to – you can be cool, but you can get good grades and get to college at the same time, right? And even Tyrone Richardson, mm-hmm. I kind of looked up to him. He was a little older than us, and he was like the first person on our block to go Tyrone. to college. and came back with the Honda Accord. Yeah. What's up, friends? It's Kenyon of the Wolfpack at eXp Realty. Listen, if you're an experienced agent looking to do three to five more deals per month by using modern strategies like social media and building your brand, or if you're looking to build a team, maybe you're looking to add an additional revenue stream by helping other agents be successful just because you love doing that, or you're simply trying to make more money doing the same thing you do day in and day out, we should talk. If you're a new agent ready to commit to learning how to become a rockstar agent and executing day in and day out, mastering the art of being a dual career agent and earning an additional six figures every year and becoming the go-to real estate pro in your area, we should talk too. Oh, and by the way, collaborate with some of the highest earning agents around the globe, free coaching, dynamic masterminds, all with no coaching fees and no additional splits. Book a 30-minute meeting with me and let's discuss your options. The Wolfpack may or may not be for you, but at least you'll understand why over 140-plus agents join us every single month. And you'll understand why I'm one of the greatest motivators of all time. Talk soon. Closest to me that I saw, I saw never made me feel like, you know, if I wanted to be cool in them hallways, I couldn't get good grades. It was 
you showed me it was cool to be cool and smart, right? So, and and that's how I even ended up in yeah. college, right? So that was that was just I just wanted to add that. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, that's a that's a tough balance when you when you when you living in the city. You know, that's, yeah. that's that's a tough balance. But I'm I'm thankful that we found that balance, and we you know we found that balance. So it enabled us to be able to 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 go to college. Expensive, but right. we went to college. So <laughs> you know, college college is good. Finished four years. Um, you know, I hopped right into to, to working and, and those type of things. I had a pretty good job, man. Um, you know, at that time, I think I was making like 50, 60 grand coming out of college pretty much. And, um, you know, pretty good as a single kid coming out of college, 50, 60 grand oh, in the yeah. South back then when, when the cost of living was extremely cheap. Didn't really have much want for anything, man. Um, but I, 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 what I did get a taste of in college was I met a lot of uh, a lot of people when I got into the, the nightlife, mm-hmm. the party industry, the, the club industry. Opened my first, you know, I did a lot of parties, a lot of the fraternities back then. It's ironic that I become a <laughs> member of, of the fraternity I did a lot of parties right. with, right? And um, that 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 taste of quick money. There was nice as a as a soft as a junior and, and senior in college, you know, living on a limited income that I could make a thousand dollars really quick right. off of a party, right? So I, you know, I, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. So I get into to, to the nightlife, got into the club industry. Uh, I think I owned my first club like my right after my first year of college. Uh, it was okay. Didn't do very well. I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have everything I needed to make that business successful. Um, but it, it, it was decent. Had a good time, made good money, um, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And then that's when I got into uh, some other things. I decided to to, to get into some, some some street life stuff, man. And um, you know that was that, that was quick money. Quick money and what comes along with the quick money? The girls, the, mm-hmm. the cars, the jewelry, the lifestyle, right? Popping bottles back then. It was it was it was Moet, White yeah, Star Moet white back star then. Moet. Not that White Star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not that White Star. You know, I'm I'm, co- I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the Man. hood. Coming back to the, the town the with, with the cars the with, t- with, with with with, t- with TVs I, in it, with the TVs. I, I was thinking in it all about that. Crazy. I was literally telling. I was thinking about the other day. And I was talking to somebody. Who was I talking? About? I was like, "Yo, you remember that once? That one hot summer, Jamio came. You know, my memory is crazy. You came through the TL, the rims, yeah. the TVs. Um, hopped out the wheel. Yeah. Jean jacket, cut off sleeve, chain. It was just like." Something, yeah, it's a hot. It's gonna be. It's a hot summer out here. <laughs> it's a hot summer. You know what, what you, you was in town for, but you was around for like at least a week or something like that. That that time, and we was look, we was getting around town, and the eyes, like as you as we rolled down the boulevard, stops, and the eyes was just like, you know, who 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 are these cats? A, a whole a, a whole different. That's back when the park Everything. was jumping, and you know, we, we remember we had a basic route that we. Used same to drive route. through town just to yep, hit all the main route. streets. We, we covered the whole city of Trenton. The all whole of city of Trenton. We just had a route. All we, of that. that route, like you said, that was the route. Like every single day, you take the that route. route. Your music is up. Back then, it was probably CNN, Noriega. Music up. Um, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, what you talking yeah, about? Listen, what? We had the music. <laughs> look, the time was different. The, our music had feeling and emotion to it back then, right? But uh, I remember that route, man. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. memory lane right there. So, you know, I, you know, at, at that point I was, I was kind of, you know, in the game. I didn't, I, you know, honestly, I wasn't very honest with a lot of my family members and people that knew me up from up North. You know, I kind of kept that uh, somewhat of a secret, so to speak, you know, you know, there was some 
conversations that that some people knew and i had to uh when i decided to step my game my car game up i had to use a relative to help me get my first bins and all that type of King stuff Dominion, um yeah, I was, I was, I, yep yep a movie brother epic a you're movie. talking about epic a, a movie. movie i introduced you I to a, a lot, lot of people i, that I introduced weekend. you to a lot yeah. of dudes bro you, <laughs> Uh, Mike Treadwell, you know, came through with the seven series when yeah. nobody even saw what it looked like. That's before. right. That was like a shark on land. Um, That's right. You know, I had the silver three rimmed out. You had the silver yep. E-class rimmed yep. out. Hummers with the freaking E-class. eight TVs and system. I mean, we had like a... Sitting on 20, 20 before plus before we even knew right? what those were, I mean, remember? We, we had the park and park yeah, a lot yeah. jumping as if... We were the celebrities, right? So it was... it was, And we was riding around with our, with our flashes on. Remember that? Just... Telling each other like, yeah, you don't, you don't, y'all, y'all, y'all don't listen y'all see where we at. Y'all don't know was, where we come from. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was lit, there was literally, and back then it's you know it's different now, but there was literally millions of dollars within a ten car. We had about ten yep. cars, Deep. ten different people. There was millions of dollars in in that. Your man had the S, and the S600 those things coupe. become. Remember that joint CL? I mean, it was, man, it was crazy. That, it was crazy. My my, my yep. boy B Mac, my boy B Mac. We, 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 I hope, I hope B Mac gets an opportunity to uh to to get out of get out of jail sooner than 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 expected. Man, good guy, good guy, but he we was just a hustler. We, I think just you know that's the thing about us, man. I think that's yep. where we are now yep. because we're good people. We just um like something I always used to pray was like you know you know God, I think I'm a little lost, and if um if if you can mm. you know guide me right now, then just forgive me for not finding my way at the moment, right? I think that's the that's a yeah, that was the prayer good. I used to pray all the time, right? Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. But 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 that's good. Yeah, so okay, I I got into the game. You know, nothing too hard. I mean, you know, I think I can be as honest as possible here. I I, I sold a I sold a I sold a boat towed a boatload of marijuana, mm-hmm. man. That was my thing. I used to sell a lot of weed, a lot of weed. Right. I was the weed guy. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, on on a bulk level. But anyhow, you know, with that and all that flash and all that type stuff comes drama comes drama. So, you know, I was literally, uh, I, I had a near death experience where some individual decided to, to, to rob me. They, they kicked in my door at the house I was staying at. I had some, some friends there, but thank God I had some friends there that night. Um, kicked in the door, masked up, took a shot at me, point blank range, man, probably five feet away. No, no more than seven, eight feet away. I was right near the door when it happened, saw the fire come out the gun kind of did like a matrix move man and 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 the bullet went right past my i believe my left ear um and ended up in a closet through a wall and all this type stuff man but very close near death experience at that point in time man and i'm gonna be honest with you as much as a gangster i thought i was or wanted to be nah nah that became clear to me that i wasn't as gangster as i thought i was man and and you know and that's when i actually decided to because i couldn't understand why well I, at that point in my life i couldn't understand why i kept running into these trouble uh, a couple months before that, before I had moved into that new place, my house had got robbed. I wasn't home for uh, a, a, a decent amount of money. Yeah. And, um, you know, so at this point, when I had all this going on, who do I reach out to? None of them, my brother. I needed to get away. I had to get away from what was going on. I, you know, I, I came to the conclusion that although I have a lot of friends and, um, you know, I'm doing good business here in, in North Carolina, I still I'm not a native. So I had a feeling that, you know, with this 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 up north dude coming down here taking our money, we're right. gonna show him something. I just had I don't know what that was, but that's that's the premonition that I had. So I gave Kenyon a call. I was like, man, listen, I gotta get out of here. 
Uh, let, me, let me come crash with you for a little bit, man. So I actually moved in with him and my buddy, Jerron, our buddy, Jerron, rest in peace, up in uh, uh, yep, White Marsh, right? Marsh in, White Marsh. in Baltimore. Yep. Right, out, right outside of Baltimore, moved in with Kay um, and Jerron. And, we, you know, I had to get myself together, man. I needed that. I need that mo- what I would call my moment of clarity, probably my first moment of clarity, man, where I was able to get away from what I was doing. Um, I had made a conscious decision that I wasn't going to go back. Not going to lie. Money got tight. I had yep, to make a couple yep. moves, bust I a couple remember. moves here and there to put some food on the plate. Yep. 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 But I, I, I couldn't jump back in the way I used to. Um, long story short, stayed with Kenyon for a minute. Don't remember exactly how long started working yeah, there a little, a little bit. bit. Like, maybe got, a year. Do you remember? Months, it was six months to a year, but maybe we had a, look, yeah. we had a good time too. We kept it. We yep, kept yep. the party going in Baltimore. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but but the biggest problem was, I'm sorry, I, I left that detail out. Uh, the night that I, the, the attempted robbery, I also, the police came because they heard that, you know, the police were called. I had individuals in the house. Uh, we were locked in separate rooms and, you know, kind of barricading ourselves. And so the police ended up coming that night, searching the house, um, finding some of the drugs and a gun and some other stuff. And I caught yeah. my charge. That was the night that I received, um, you know, I went to jail. Um, I, took the, I took the grunt of everything. Um, so I went to jail that evening. And um, so when I moved with Kenyon and I'm trying to find a job, here I am, college degree, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and I can't find a job because what was happening was on my record was coming right. up pending that I had this drug charge coming. And that would stop me from getting a job. But I did find a temp agency job, was able to work there for a while. And it just wasn't enough. Um, so I, I found a situation where I was able to get back to North Carolina. I uh, came back and I got into the club, the nightclub industry again. Somebody gave me some money that I had done some business with in the past, opened that nightclub, and it went bananas. From day one, it was a hit. Uh, I mean, a serious hit to where, you know, illegal money wasn't even necessary. I was on probation still at the time. <laughs> anyway, but, um, you know, I was able to, uh, and, I, and I, I meant that I, I was able to avoid uh, jail time because it was my first offense. And like I said, it was marijuana at the time. Marijuana wasn't a huge right. deal, even though the amount that I had was a decent amount. Um, I was able to uh, get some probation um, instead of having to do any jail time. So, you know, I didn't have to snitch or do anything like that. It was it was, you know, a very low class felony that I received for for my legal activities. Um, once again, get back to North Carolina. I'm in, I'm, I'm in the club game, um, doing very well. Uh, had my first child, um, at, you know, during that time and everything was going well. Uh, I'm trying to speed it up no, a little bit. Time, man. Uh, something happened at the club. Uh, yeah, something happened at the club under that wasn't under my control. Uh, you know, an individual was shot outside in the parking lot, which hindered the business. That business had to close. Um, things got a little tight there. Um, and then, you know, once again, just bottom, bottom out, bottom out. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm out here, you know, living, living, li- living dollar to dollar and, child. <laughs> and just trying with to make child, a way well, with the child. Uh, with the child and, um, you know, things weren't going well with me and my my her mother was my wife at the time. Things weren't going well. So we separated, um, you know, financial strain is is, is tough on a, on a marriage, yeah. a relationship. Yeah. And somebody like myself who has a lot of pride, it's, it's tough right. on me. It was tough on me. So, you know, um, jumped out of that club, got into another one. Eventually that went bananas as well. Same thing, man. Same thing. Not even open. 
Somebody gets shot in the parking lot. Wild Wild West down yeah. here in the South, right? <laughs> I mean, I, you remember my first one of my, my first week at college. You remember that? That's another memorable moment, right? I knew I knew it was you, coming. You I knew know. it was coming. You <laughs> know. Like long story short, without even getting into it, man. Look, we had a, you know, me, you count, Ron, Cost, we out. You know, I'm I'm enjoying life, freshman. I'm hanging with my my junior. I think y'all were y'all were juniors, right? Going to the junior year. So so we were juniors. So, you know, my yep, bro yep. And, and my main man count. You know, they they junior, so they show we we hang with the big boys and the first club we go to we in there partying, have it up. We get outside, walk into the car, like, yo, that was crazy. This is what college is about, huh? And then all of a sudden, pop, pop, pop. Shut it off, God. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. Like, you know, I'm, look, we from Trenton, but we yeah. come from an era of Trenton where shootouts wasn't really the thing. But down south, things were now a little fights different. More yeah, than, you, yeah. you know, you fight. You know, people get jumped. Shootouts wasn't like normal in the in the north at the time. But down south, the gun law is a little more lenient. When you put right. that Bible belt, it's a little different, right? So, <laughs> uh -huh. but um, but I remember, you know, wasn't he sitting on your trunk? Sitting on he the was trunk. sitting on your car, leaning on your off, car, right? And I'm ducking yeah. down on the side of the car, like, <laughs> and count like, what you doing, man? Get in the car, get out of here, peel off. So that was crazy. So so uh, so here you are, yeah. um, young daughter. Uh, yeah. Separated, financial strains, cause problems mm -hmm. in the relationship. Uh, kind of going through a cycle. Mm -hmm. of, you know, getting back into this nightlife game, but I'm out of it. Financial cycle. What, what, what was that moment, man? Like, what changed for you? So, what changed for me was, man, just being. I mean, I, I think I was in a rock mm -hmm. bottom state when I decided to move from Greensboro to uh, to Charlotte. And as God would have it. I had an option, obviously. Um, I could have moved back to Trenton with my mom and right. called it quits. Um, my mom is very loving, the type of individual who will take you in and feed you, clothe you, whatever you need. Um, and I would have been back home, back in Trenton. And I believe that would have been, um, that would have mm -hmm. changed everything for me. I think that, was a, that would have been a give up moment. But as God would have it, my aunt and uncle, um, Sharika, who is, who is, uh, who is my sister, like Kenyon mm -hmm. is my brother. Yeah. She's my cousin, but we, we, we grew up like brothers and sisters. She, she was there through a lot of my, my mess too. <laughs> we and, got, um, her we mom and dad we'll just happened next show off <laughs> Man, listen, y'all been, y'all been, y'all been there. Y'all, y'all two have really been, and I'm gonna be honest, y'all two are the only two who knew everything and have been by my side throughout all my, all my crazy, all my crazy stuff. So, you know, that's why I call you, you, you brother and her sister, because it's, it's, it's stronger than just, yeah, just the absolutely. cousin relationship. We have, we, we have a sibling type relationship, but just so happens her mom and dad are relocating from Trenton to Charlotte randomly. Like, Hey, we're going to move it. We just moved to Charlotte. Didn't even really kind of know it. You can come stay with us for this. a while. And yeah, that's when everything I changed. I actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They randomly had decided to move to Charlotte. They were going otherwise. They packed up, left Trenton without really? a plan. Long story. I mean, that's the long story short. Absolutely, they got tired of the Trenton lifestyle for themselves, and they got God they got going. They, they packed up the cars and left. Man, absolutely, another great testimony from both of them. So as it have, I move in with them in Charlotte. Now watch this. Just so happens, guess who else is moving to Charlotte? Really? My oh, daughter's oh, mom. That's right. My that's daughter's right. mom. Okay, because she she worked for Bank of America at the time, right? So, and I, yeah, and her family's okay. originally from Charlotte. So I, here I am moving to Charlotte, not doing very well, have no money pretty much. I got clothes and that's it. 
Um, I had a beat up car, not, nothing serious. Matter of fact, I didn't even have a car at the time. I, I apologize. I had, a, I didn't have a car, and my daughter's in Charlotte, and now I have a, a, a support system in Charlotte. See, you, and my you didn't uncle, see Yanni for a period of time, if I'm not mistaken, right? So, I, so me and her mother separated one day after her one year birthday. I said I was going to make it through right. one year. We separated that one the next day. And when I separated, when we separated, I, that was when the clubs were closed. I didn't have any money coming in. And I ended up moving into a uh, to a buddy's house, really is a trap house, trap house. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't selling or doing anything legal, but he was. And that was the only place I really had that somebody opened the doors from. It's crazy that you find out who's really for you when things are going right. bad for you. And I didn't want to come back to Baltimore. I know yeah, I could have with you. Um, I don't know if you, you might have been in Jersey by then. I'm not sure. But either way, you know, I, I know I know that door would have been open, um, but I knew I wanted to stick this one out. So I couldn't really bring my daughter to where I was living too too unsafe. Me and her mother just couldn't see eye to eye. So there was really no way for me to see. This. So for about mm, close to a year, I was, you know, I was estranged from my daughter. Uh, luckily, thank God, it was so early in age that she doesn't right. really recall that. Um, you know, and when I was able to get back on my feet, I'm, I'm jumping story here. Um, me and her rekindled our relationship. I think she was two at the time and we've yeah. been going strong ever since pretty much. She's been with me almost. Yeah. She's been with me, uh, a lot. We'll just, right. we'll just keep it at that. She, she's with me all the time, you know, predominant of her, her childhood was, was spent with me in a nice combination between me and her mother. We both had a uh, joint custody. So I was able to, to see my daughter. So Charlotte changed my life because my aunt and uncle were, uh, were churchgoers, um, devoted Christians when I moved into their home and it was certain things they just mm-hmm. wouldn't let me do. And I had to attend <laughs> church. I had to attend right. church. So <laughs> here I am, uh, you know, I didn't really, that wasn't really what my way right. was at the time, but you know, I was introduced to my, I had a praying grandma. My dad was mm-hmm. actually a pastor at the, I mean, uh, I think he was a pastor at the time. So at least a preacher. And um, so I had a foundation, but they introduced me to God at that point in time. And, 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 and it, 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 yeah, it hit. Right. It hit, bro. I, you know, it hit for me. I, 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 that was the basis of my relationship with Christ at that point in time. Um, I dedicated my life to Christ, um, became saved, a uh, new creature in Christ. But I ain't going to lie to you, didn't last long. I, I mean, I was saved, but, I, I you know, I went back to chasing mm-hmm. women. Um, if I want to be honest, uh, I had an alcohol problem, probably by definition. If I have to admit it, I probably was an alcoholic. Um, you know, between the nightclubs and, and the party, and I was drinking five, six nights a week, drinking until, you know, and, until I mm-hmm. went to sleep almost. So I, 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 if I want to be honest, um, I was a functioning right. alcoholic. Um, so, you know, I went back into that lifestyle. Once I finally got back on my feet, found a job. What was that first um, job? And, um, that kind you know, of opened I had, up some doors for you? So, so I actually got into a collect, uh, started working for an individual, God rest his soul. Um, he passed away some years ago in, into the collection industry. My uncle, Sharika's dad, was really heavy in that industry. He introduced me to some people who finally gave me an opportunity without, you know, without worrying about what my background looked like. And that that, that hit strong, mm-hmm. brother. It, it hit good. I, w- I worked for that company for five years. I became a manager within six months. And I'm managing 100 and I think 10 employees at its height at one point in time, general manager for the company. I'm making, I think, about a buck fifty, buck sixty thousand, you know, hundred fifty, hundred sixty thousand dollars a year at the time. Um, everything was going well, man. I, I was doing well, but like I said, I kind of res- resorted back to what I know: mm-hmm. chasing women, spending money, partying, all that good stuff. Fell back into that trap, um, and then, um, man, I had a, I had a, I had a, 
you know, long story short, I started going to this one church um, not too far from my house, which is still my current church. And, um, you know, I was going on Wednesday nights to Bible study, refused to kind of go on Sundays because I was still partying on Saturdays. <laughs> so I knew what I smelled like when right. I woke up on Sunday right. mornings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and man, I just, you know, I looked in the mirror one day and I didn't like what I saw, man. I really didn't. I started to see myself, you know, they, I've seen the commercials and I've heard that story before, but it was, it's real. I didn't, I didn't see myself anymore. I was mm-hmm. lost, bro. Do you remember that picture we took? So, you know, I just happened Charlotte. to sit in it. I never forget. I was going yep. through my divorce from my first marriage and we took a picture yep. at the, the epicenter, me and you. And every time I see that yep. picture, yep. I look at that picture. I've told you this. I said, man, look how sad yep. and miserable, even though we were out the club, chilling, chains on our yep. neck, partying. I said, the look in our eyes was different. You know, we were not, we were, we yep. were lost. Remember that? Remember that picture? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I've got right. several just like that. And, you know, I don't want to get right. too preachy here, but the truth of the matter is we were trying to fill a void right. that we couldn't fill. You know, that that was a space for God. And we were trying to fill that with women mm-hmm. and alcohol and other things. But we were we were truly empty because we had no, well, our souls I, that's were empty. Only, that's what it and was. You know, that's the yeah, word. Like I, <laughs> I was like, man, look how empty yeah, we were our in souls this were empty, like, brother. Our, you could just see in our yeah. eyes. It was just yep. like, you know, it, we were lost. But, 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 yeah. So, yeah, you you work. Life is good. Working at the so, uh, the collection company, worked your way up, went from hustling to being a boss yeah. to humbling yourself, starting over, grinding. Yep, yep. Oh, and let me tell you. So there's a, there's a long story short about that is I was actually taking the bus back and forth to work. Um, I was wearing some outdated <laughs> clothes. The, the big I was wearing the big uh, belt, the uh, Steve Harvey's tight pants, and all that type stuff, man. Right. I had to grind, man. So I went from you know taking the bus and 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 actually. The funny thing is, the office, one of the offices that I own now, years later, happens to be the office wow, that I started that's in. That's crazy. What what a circle. I own the I own I own the office that I used to work in. Yeah, that's randomly. I mean, it's not random, but it's I mean, you know, that's how that's how this thing happens. So I can literally stand in the spot that I was struggling the most in. When I got there, I was broke, busted, and disgusted. I can actually stand in that go sit in that spot right now. And reminisce over how you know where wow. I come from. So, one Wednesday night, man, I'm at church, man, and you know my my, my spiritual father, my pastor, uh, Bishop Allen G. Porter, um, was you know preaching and teaching, and 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 it, the light went on, man. The, the light came on. I actually that night gave up alcohol and cigarettes, uh, 100% clean. I remember. Never had a never had a drink. Never had a drink. Another another pull of a cigarette since. Um, you know, and that was my, my, my Wednesday ritual work, Bible study, go home, get drunk, call every woman in, in my phone. And <laughs> that Wednesday night, no, go ahead. I had a spiritual encounter, brother. I've had a, I had a spiritual encounter, man. And, and I, I walked away a changed man from that point. My life became dedicated to, to my Christianity from that point forward, man, clean. I'm talking about five, six, sometimes seven nights a week, drinking, smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Um, I walked away Wednesday night, cold turkey, brother. No more, no more. I've had one drink by mistake. I was in Cancun. I asked for a Coca-Cola and the guy thought I said a rum and Coke and he gave me one. I took one sip and I spit it out. Right. I did, I did. <laughs> but other than that, again, like, purposefully, I'm man, like, I have I'm not. Like Adam in the garden. Yeah, it was good too. It was good too. <laughs> it was good too. Oh, it was man. good too. I've never been but, a time um, you called me, right? Yeah, we man. used to have these conversations, right? This was yep. before, you, before you met Danny. Um, we used to have these conversations about your dating mm-hmm. life, right? And you used to tell me, man, you, it's crazy mm-hmm. that 
I go on these dates, and as soon as I tell women that I'm celibate, they get turned off. Remember those conversations we used to have? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because that didn't happen initially. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I fought that <laughs> at first, and it took me <laughs> it took me man. a couple of months. And then I decided I, I had an epiphany. I woke up one day, man. I looked in the mirror again. And I'm like, bro, this ain't yo. If you keep this up, I, I I had an epiphany that if I kept it up between all the the bad sexual encounters mm-hmm. that I was having and bad decisions I was making, that I was not going to right. live long. It was either going to be you know, cause I didn't, I didn't have any, I had no filter. I, I would, I, I, I would, I would spend time with anybody's girlfriend or, you know, I would go to any hood, you know, unprotected, right. no, no, no gun, no nothing to go see a woman chase, chasing that, chasing that high. And I knew that if I continued on that path, brother, that I was not going to live. And that's the same thing happened with alcohol. I knew that if I continued, it was either going to be getting in a, a drunk accident, liver failure, whatever the case may be. I've always, i for me, I, I'm such right. an extremist. It has to be extreme, and I have to feel almost that near death that near death experience to realize that this wasn't the right path. So yeah, I did. I remember. <laughs> I gave up sex. I gave up sex, man. And and what God promised me was, if I did something that I've never done before, that He would give me man. something I've never had. And that's how I ended up uh, uh, meeting my wife, my current wife, um, through me. Uh, I believe through my uh, my obedience. Um, to, to, to giving up sex, which was so, so important to me all my life. Sex has always been a, 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 a pushing factor for just about anything I would do the cars, the clothes, the money. It was all about impressing I mean, women. I had sex and so, you, were there, you were there when I got home and I was, I was, I was, I was like a proud little brother coming home like, <laughs> I remember. I didn't even go to the details I of what remember. I did to prove I did it too, but you know. Not, that, I remember we, right on yeah, Bond Street, boy. Yeah, I remember. I came home. I was like, bro, yeah, yeah. Yo, we, yo, we high five and all types of stuff. <laughs> yo, that was like, like I said, that was that garden, though, man. I once, I once you taste that fruit, yeah, it was crazy, yep, man. Yep, yep. So here I am. My my wife and I got kind of we we got married pretty quick. Um, you know, we we decided that we, you know we we found each other. We were two somewhat broken people who decided to find Christ before we met each other. And, um, you know, God mm-hmm. made us whole. We were able to get over, you know, the, the bad decisions that we made, some of the bad people that we had in our lives. So we could, we could relate on, you know, brokenness, not like we were two broke people trying to make a whole, but we, we had experienced things that broke us in our past that allowed us to have some common ground. And uh, we, we, you know, we, we built our relationship, not on sex, I'm not saying the mm-hmm. sex ain't good. I'm just saying we, we built our relationship outside of the physical, was built more on spiritual and family. So um, here we are now. We stand. Lord, I'm we're about to uh, we're about to celebrate our seven yeah. year anniversary here next month. Um, so we, we've been together. But, man, I had I had to do some things, man. And in, the, in that process, um, I decided that I wanted to take up ministry. So I went to uh, I went to I went to school and got my master's in theology and here I stand, yeah. man. You know, a changed individual from 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 somewhat of being in the streets and, and hanging out and doing my thing to uh, to a cool kid man. who loves Christ. There's where the story, you know, that's where that's where a cool kid who loves Christ. We can get into what that means, but uh, yeah, I believe I am a cool kid who loves Christ, man. I am dedicated to 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 reaching other brothers who have been where I've been, um, who've experienced what I've experienced. And just to encourage them that there is better. 
man, that's a powerful, that's a powerful testimony, bro. Like entrepreneur, pastor, real estate star, and a cool kid who loves Christ. So how'd you come up with that? Because I remember when you you brought it about, but I never asked you, Mm -hmm. how'd you come up with it? Mm -hmm. So late night, just, you know how that goes, bro. You know, Mm -hmm. mind running crazy. And I'm like, man, you know, and and. And as as a an individual who loves fashion, I love cars, you know, I love, you know, I, I love those things, not to the point to where I love it more than more than I love my relationship with Christ, but I, I like to have nice things. I still like hip hop mm-hmm. music. Um, I like to travel. I like to do a lot of things that I feel like some uppity Christians either judge you for or say that your relationship isn't where it needs to be with Christ. And um, I wanted to be the person or one of the people. There's, you know, there's others who, who mm-hmm. fight that battle daily to to let you, the youth, know. And once again, people like myself. One of the main reasons why I didn't want to get become part of the church was I always thought that Christian men were soft, they were corny, you know, that type of deal. And you know, once I got in, I found some brothers that I could connect with, and I met some real strong deacons and elders, and who, who, you know, men, men. That I that I that I could uh, that could help me along my path, but I wanted to make it known that hey, you you don't have to be you can you can you can be into right. fashion, you can have a nice car, you can listen to, to 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 music if you're mature enough to handle it, you can watch certain movies if you're mature enough. I'm not talking about right. pornography, not like maybe R-rated movies, you know, watching movies like that, Paid in Full, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. I believe you can have a balance in life. You can have a balance in life. And so I, I associate those balances with being cool. But I love yeah. Christ, man. With all my heart, I love Christ, man. So, you know, if, if I'm if I'm if I if I got on a, a Gucci t-shirt or a Gucci hat, man, and I'm just out laughing and joking and you catch me at the gas station, I'm listening to a little bit of Jay-Z, that does not mean that my relationship with Christ is any less than anybody facts, else's. Facts. So I believe that, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of people in that boat and I just want to be a cool kid who loves Man, Christ. Facts. It's crazy because like when you first, when it first became apparent that you were saved and you were in the ministry, um, people would always say like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Me and Jamil and a couple of cats, we going to <laughs> Minneapolis for a football game or we going to Miami. Like I miss those days, but I mean, we got to, we got to get back to it. Man, now that life is starting to normalize, like, me, me and my brother travel, like, yo, we're going to the, you know, Dolphins game in my, let's go. We're going to the heat game or Yo, Wayne will get married in Miami. We going down for the basketball mm-hmm. party. Whatever. We just used to be out. Jamil called me. We, we out, right? We got to get back to that. Um, because we're just, mm-hmm. you know, we're just out there having fun and that brotherhood is so important. But people used to always say like, yeah, man, I see Jamil real into the church now, man. Like how, I'm like, listen, hanging with Jamil, you would never, you think that he's this uppity Christian, <laughs> you can't curse around him or whatever. Nah. He's the same silly, funny, you know. He gonna party with you. He gonna you know punch you. You know play fight with you. It's the same thing. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. A lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, people associate becoming, you know, becoming right. a person of faith right. and have a strong relationship with God and and, and the church as right. oh man, you know, I don't know. You're gonna be a judgmental person, right. but that's one thing you never became. And I make sure I always tell people like, look, you know, mm-hmm. if you're expecting this person is gonna judge you and all that. Like you, 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 you certainly wrong. I mean, just the nah. same. Jamil from from that you know from you and Hyde blah, 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 from that we've always been hanging with nothing's changed. Yeah, and, l- and l- let's be honest, man. It took me thirty plus years to figure that out. You know, to to get my relationship right with Christ. Who am I to judge anybody for doing the same things that I did and 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 their timing on on 
their relationship with Christ. Who, 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 who am I to do that anyway? Right. You know, I've done way too much to be judging somebody else, man. And I'm just not going to do that for you. If I'm, I can be around you, you know, I'm, 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 it's a blessing. I can be around people who drink. It doesn't bother me. Um, those who curse, that doesn't bother me. Um, you know, things that the typical Christian would say that, you know, you don't need to be around, but Jesus was around sinners, man. He changed the room. He changed the room. The room didn't change him. So my thing is I'm going to be around the people I've always been around. And if I feel uncomfortable, give me the opportunity. Right. I'll leave when I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but don't, but, 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 you know, but, but don't alter yourself. I appreciate the respect. I always say all the time, I appreciate the respect for the respect for, for who I am and what I've decided to be, man. But be yourself, man. Facts. Be yourself. Be yourself. And I think, I think that's important because God can use you when you're yourself and not trying to be fake and phony and trying to be something that you're Facts. Not. We got to get to a, we're going to have to have a part two, man. Cause we got so much to talk about, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, a couple things yeah, yeah. before we end the episode and to wrap up. Um, yep. So business today is, you know, you're still an entrepreneur. So you still own your credit collection companies. Um, you're a pastor. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. You dedicate a lot of time uh, where, where, where you fellowship and you're also a real mm-hmm. estate rock star down there. Uh, we got to do some. Mm-hmm some cross state real estate stuff too. Um, Absolutely. So I guess I'm going to move into what I end every podcast with and this three statements. I want you to finish the sentences for me. Right. So next year I will be. Mm -hmm. Next year I will be excelling. Blessings. And what I mean by that is um, excelling from, you know, this is a good year. Next year is going to be a better year for real estate um, where God has me now. I'm going to, I'm going to be, le- I'm going to elevate from where we are now to a whole nother Man. level. Um, my family life is going to be, ex- we're going to excel in that. We're going to be elevating. So I think within the, by next year, you will see that I have excelled from currently where I am to another level. So that will be me one Man, year. Wonderful. From now. In five years, I will mm-hmm. be. Expanding. expanding. Go tell, 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 tell expanding. expand on that. <laughs> so so we so we excelled this year and then this comes from where where we are with, with my church right now we're in a uh we, we, we've been charged to ex, to emerge excel and expand and i think my five-year will be my expansion where i'll be reaching out and 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 real estate will be in a whole nother level maybe that be maybe that may be my own agency or having teams or maybe I've, uh, I've expanded into different markets and I've been in now on the real estate side. I do plan on getting into the uh, charter boat fishing industry mm. since that's one of my passions. I believe, I believe that I'm going to be able to monetize my passion. So that means um, I love to, I love to fish. I love people. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I know that I'm, that's where I'm going to end up somewhere on somebody's beach or near, near the ocean and getting into the, ch- the charter boat fishing. Um, industry and the commercial side yeah. of it as well, and then expanding, which means that um, you know I'll have some some children who are, who are getting a little bit older. One of my daughters will be in into college and those type of things. So I will be expanding my uh, my influence on them as well. And I, my hope is to be by you know in five years, getting to the point to where I'm setting things up for them so they won't have to work as hard as I do. Man. So expanding. I love it, man. Years. I mean, we didn't even get into the, the love of fishing. Yep. This is the Black Bill Bass that we have on, on, on the show. Um, <laughs> I don't know nobody that fit my, my kids. Like, Uncle Neil, look at this fish Uncle Neil caught, Daddy. I'm like, because they take my phone and I'm like, Grand. 
Not like, they're like, what is that? I mean, yeah. I'm talking about, you know, me, our grandfather was a, was a great fisher. He introduced us to fishing. I was the exactly. one who never wanted to put the worms yeah. on the on the hooks. I was like, yo, yo man, give me the bait. Yeah. I mess with this. And I would never go. I never got back into it. But one of these days, I'm sure I will. Uh, but, but yeah, but Absolutely. it's crazy how your passions lead you to things. So it's not surprising to hear you say, you know, we never even talked about this, but the, the charter boat in the future, yeah. that's just, that's just a passion leading you to, to something greater for what you call for. Then the last question, very mm -hmm. important question, my impact to the world will be. My impact to the world will be. Hmm, it's a good question, good brother. I believe my impact to the world will be um I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna say it the right way. I believe my impact on the world will be um man. That's a, that's a tough one to articulate, <laughs> that's, that's isn't a, it? <laughs> it's it's a tough it's it's a it's a tough question because I am a very, at this point, I'm a very humble individual. And, you know, although it's a personal question when it, you know, what, what is my influence? I know that my greatest influence is reached through my relationship mm -hmm. with Christ. So I believe my greatest influence will be um, the fact that there, I was able to identify with, with men, uh, young men that have uh, come from where we've come from done some of the things I've done, made some of the mistakes I've made. And I hope that I can be a reference point, so to speak, that, um, you know, you, you don't have to, you don't have to, there's right. another way. There's another way. And, you know, cause the, the streets, the streets, as, as we know it now, all time high, man, it's, it's just, it, it's wild, wild yeah. West out there. There's no love in the streets. What I tell, I, I tell cats now there's no love in the yeah. streets. You know, back when I was in the streets, you know, hustlers, we, we got together from all right. the different sides of town and we partied like now that's that's not the case, man. I mean, you know, it's it's who can shoot who and 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 and, and, and um, you know, the government doesn't play fair. They're giving you football numbers for uh, small amounts of of, of, of of illegal activity and especially being a black man. Yeah. You know, we, we don't you know, won't go too deep into those type of things, but it's. You know, it's tough. So I believe I want my influence on the world to be that um, Christ, your relationship with God is first and foremost. Um, you know, it, it, it will it will it will change your, the trajectory of your life. You know, I, I want it to be my influence is, you know, I, I did a lot of things that I'm not that I'm not proud of. I'm not happy with. But those things accumulate and become and, and be become part of who you are. What I learned in the streets, I was able to, and I tell people all the time, and I don't mean any disrespect to it, but you know, real estate for me is a different product mm -hmm. with the same yep. hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I, like I said, I, I don't, I don't mean that any disrespect, any, any disrespect to the industry. Cause you know, I don't want to compare it to a, you know, a drug or anything like that. But, you know, I learned, I learned some skills in the streets that I was able to apply to the real estate industry. Um, and just keep people first, man. People first. The money come. The money is fruit. It's not. It's not the. It's not what mm -hmm. my goal is. I love. I love reaching people. Everything I do is reaching people. Ministry, real estate. Um, you know, if I get when I once I get into the fishing side of things, there's people involved in that. And what I do brings uh, a, a greater 
situation for those that are that are around me or that are involved in those situations. And money becomes a byproduct. God is always taking care of my needs, man. man. So, you know, don't put don't put money first. Put the people first, man. Put your passion first and the money will come. It's a byproduct. It will come. I promise you. I promise you, man. I, you know, many times I hit rock bottom, brother. We, you know, yeah. we've been there. You and I, we, we've had to loan each other money. We've had to, you know, sleep sleep right. on each other's couch, all right. those type of things, man. But but we bounce we bounce back, and I believe that's you know part partially to the hard work that we do, and then but more importantly, the faith that we have in God, man. Faith plus hard work equals man, success, brother. Faith plus hard work oh, equals man, success. Man, way to end it off, man. I always say you chase people, not money, mm. because you chase people, the money will come, right? So. Listen, yep. good friends, today you just heard from the cool kid who loves Christ. I hope you enjoyed this. This has been a powerful episode. Brother, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you spending this hour and some change, sharing your story, sharing your testimony. I I know for a fact that people are going to take so much away from this. So your impact is going to touch a lot of people just through listening to this episode. And we'll make sure we'll get it out there because this is an episode that people definitely have to hear. And once again, I appreciate you. And for all y'all out there, um, thank you, brother. You can reach you, by the way. Um, for me, social media, Facebook, it's just, it's, it's my name, Jamio Aaron, J-A-M-I-Y-O, last name Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. I am on Instagram as O underscore Mio, M-I-Y-O underscore my. Um, that's, and I have a real estate page, Agent Mio on Instagram as well, man. And, you know, I've got my phone numbers are public, <laughs> you know, the real estate numbers public. <laughs> so you can reach me there if, if you need to, man. I'm always, you know, DM, whatever the case may be. I'm open to praying with you, for you. Um, you know, I, you know, whatever real estate advice I can give you, um, I will do that also. Um, you know, so I'm, I would I would love to connect with any and anybody who, who, who wants to connect. And um, I did want to give one last word for oh, you, bro. I just want to say, man, I, you know, I appreciate you, man. I really oh, do. Man. Um, and as the encourager, someone who's always encouraging others, uh, we, we we tend to forget that the, the encourager needs yeah. encouragement too. You know what I'm saying? The great motivator needs to be motivated Absolutely. too, man. And what I want to tell you is, man, what I want to tell you, man, there's going to be dead ends. There's going to be speed bumps. There's going to be detours. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that should not deter you from getting to where you're supposed to be, man. So just keep plugging away, keep plugging away. The direction may change, but the destination is not going to change for you, man. I Absolutely, promise you Absolutely, man. And listen, man, that's that's why we stay so close because I need that. I need that from you, and, it's, and it means a lot yeah. coming from you, man. So, you know, I definitely appreciate yeah. that. So listen, for all y'all listening, if you love this content, please like, subscribe, and share. Uh, just can't tell you how much I appreciate y'all for listening. And in the meantime... I'll see you on the next episode. Y'all stay super blessed.